Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here. Another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start the show off by thanking the listeners. I love to do that. I know you guys still, you think I sound like a broken record, but that is the case. I love you listeners, man. I had a beautiful opportunity to fly to uh, Phoenix for my job. And while in Phoenix, I was able to fellowship with the good brothers and sisters at uh, Redeemer. Um, where, uh, Pastor John, I call him John Benz, uh, can't say his last name, but, uh, be- beautiful folks. Um, we had a really good time. Uh, Costa Hen is also, uh, one of the pastors there. And, uh, and it was just awesome to see you guys come up and say that you listen to the show. Most of you were saying you listen to Just Thinking, which is okay. I'm a part of that too. But, uh, we're definitely grateful for the listeners. And like I do every week, I bring an awesome guest. And this awesome guest is in an elite class because he's a three-peater. There's only one other three-peater on the bar podcast. And ironically, it's Kasi Hen. So we have on, uh, my brother, none other than, uh, Mr. Les. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How you doing, Dwayne? Hey, man, I'm doing awesome, bro. I appreciate you being on the show. Taking time out of your busy schedule, you know, making movies is not, you know, that, that I'm sure that takes up some time, man. So I, I'm grateful for that, man. So Les, for those that don't know who you are, those that been hiding under a rock, kind of give a little brief introduction of who you are and then we'll jump into why we're here. Sweet. Yeah. I, uh, I'm nothing special. I, uh, <laughs> my name's Les. I, live in South Florida. I'm a husband and a uh, father of four. Um, I'm a churchman. I am. I had started a podcast a few years ago called the Reform Pubcast. Uh, just a couple of d- dummies talking about theology over a beer every week. And uh, it got kind of popular. And uh, I was able, through the Lord's providence, to uh, work on some some movies in the film industry. And that gave me an opportunity to reach out and see if people would be interested in a movie about reformed theology and the resurgence of Calvinism. So I made a movie uh, three years ago called Calvinist. Wow. It's been three years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Well, maybe not quite that long. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, And people liked it. And I 
was able to um, have a follow-up that is releasing right now called Spirit and Truth, and it's about reformed worship and uh, all that that entails. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we had you on before. I told you before we started recording, um, when, cause, you know, I'm, I'm 100% sure our listeners have seen Calvinist. If you haven't, you, I mean, no excuse. Stop the podcast. Go straight to, uh, Les' website. It's going to be in the show notes and go watch it now. Then come back and finish the show. But anyway, um, we were kind of piggybacking over of that and then we were going into this new film and we actually did a little short episode to talk about the, uh, the, the uh, Kickstarter, which is exciting. So we can do full circle for those that were able to contribute, kind of see, uh, you know, like, man, I heard of this guy on the bar podcast and then he disappeared with all my money, but no, he's back. <laughs> he got a, he got a movie. So give us the, uh, the, let's start, let's start with the, uh, the, the helicopter view, uh, of the movie. And then we'll we'll kind of step down into some details as we go. Yeah, so uh, I think that a lot of people, whether or not they can pin down exactly uh, the issue that they have with it, I think a lot of people do take issue, maybe see something wrong with the overall uh, way that worship is done. And when I say worship, uh, you know, a lot of people might hear that and think that I mean like the way we sing or like the style mm-hmm. of music in in church and uh when i say worship I, I i mean something more historic more biblical more broad than just the singing the singing is one aspect of how we worship god corporately corporate worship is uh is what i'm what i'm referring to here um but it's kind of the way that we gather the way that we approach god the way that the sermon is preached the way that the order of uh, the, the sequence of things that we do when we gather together on Sunday, uh, all of that is under the umbrella of, of worship. And, uh, this movie is dealing with, um, on one hand, uh, hopefully not too harshly, but criticizing to some degree the, uh, the way American evangelical worship, uh, has evolved and what it's come to look like. Um, in, in various forms, not just the rock concert. Um, we talk a little bit about the, um, there's, there's another sort of ditch you can fall in on the other side, which is this high liturgy, uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this, this appearance of reverence and it looks much more like Roman Catholic worship. Uh, and people are attracted to that too for different reasons. Um, but so the, so the movie is sort of criticizing, uh, you know, why those things are, are problematic and and maybe even un, unbiblical, and uh, positively giving a an apologetic for uh, what I would say is is biblical worship, uh, historically reformed worship uh, that's regulated by the Word of God, and it takes on a very different character that people might not uh might not it might not be obvious to people why that's it's so important to worship God that way. So it's really just exploring uh what does God want mm-hmm. when when he calls us to worship him. Gotcha. No that's that's dope. That's fire man. Um and very important. And and um and I love the fact that you talk about both sides. Because a lot of times, whatever circle you're in, they're they're criticizing one side. So it's it's definitely uh, a blessing to see that. So you know, 
you guys had a podcast, man. You know, one of the ones that influence uh, this podcast. And I know in that podcast, you you learned so much and you grew so much. With making a movie, are are those experiences? You know, you know what I mean. Like that feeling, like you know, when you you're filming and you talk and someone's talking and they're presenting. Are are you are you, was this experience like one of the things like some things I were eye openers for you or you know just kind of made you excited about something? Did you get that feeling while you were, was making this one? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you kind of go into it with. Um, you know, I, I have some basic understanding of the subject matter, obviously, or I wouldn't be passionate about making right. a movie about it. Um, so I kind of have these canned questions that I go in with to everybody with, but yeah, for each person, uh, that, that they themselves are passionate about this subject, they have their own, uh, emphasis that, you know, is super important to them. So, so it's my job to kind of, uh, tease out the things that they're passionate about. And sometimes that just kind of blows up this whole new thing that I never even considered. Mm. And then uh, that that new sort of aspect of the story becomes part of my new canned questions that I you know continue to give to other people. So yeah, the story mm-hmm. really does evolve, uh, and uh, trying to figure out the best way to communicate some of these ideas. That yeah, definitely I I couldn't have come up with on my own if I just sat down and you know narrated and wrote a movie all by myself it's, right. it really is these these experts these these uh godly teachers that i'm that i'm interviewing that are really helping shape the story so yeah i, I learned a ton yeah man i, I could imagine and, and i love the way uh you know like you said it, it you you allowed their stories to shape the movie man that that's what make gives it uh, the fluidity and 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 like i said goes way beyond what you had in mind that is so awesome. So what about what, what experience or segment, uh, that you, you had that you don't mind sharing, not to, you know, spoil the movie or anything, but, but what part just kind of stuck out or was a wild moment or just, or even something that didn't make the movie, you know, I know you told me about a couple of things one time before, uh, things that happened that didn't actually make the movie because of the fit, but, uh, you have any of those moments, uh, on this one? Yeah, well, there's a whole segment of the movie called Death by Worship, and uh, it really just dives into biblical examples of um, how people approached God on on their own terms instead of mm-hmm. on God's terms, and the you know dire consequences that came uh, oh, came yeah. out of that. So, I mean, that's I feel like that's probably one of the most powerful sections. Um, maybe I, I, I do think I, 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 I'm very curious about how this movie is going to be received by people. It's going to be great. It's, you know, it comes out tomorrow as of our recording time right now. I don't know when this episode drops Tuesday. But, so, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so yeah, all the people that have seen the movie so far are mostly on my team and kind mm-hmm. of rooting for me. So, you know, they're giving me the thumbs up through all this stuff and saying, yeah, that's powerful or that's good that, you know, whatever. Um, it is going to be very interesting to see how people who don't agree mm-hmm. with this stuff will take it. Right. Um, cause this is a, this is a touchy subject and, sure. uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to step on some toes, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, that's good. I mean, Calvinist did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but there was maybe clearer lines in the sand with that one. It's like all the people that hated Calvinist were, you know, Armenians. Yes. And, and that's fine. Yeah. I expected you to hate, 
hate this movie, you know? Uh, but there might be people in my own circle that watch it mm-hmm. are either convicted or offended. It'll be, it'll mm-hmm. be great. It'll be great to see how, how people receive it. Yeah, no, that, that is so true. Um, and, and that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, cause it's definitely going to be, you know, like you said, lines within, uh, people that, that you know, and, 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 you know, fond of, and actually kind of reminds me of, uh, my stance with social justice, <laughs> like a lot of people that I, I admire, you know, stand on a different side of the fence. Um, yep. and you know, so, uh, yeah, worship is even, definitely, go ahead. Even that subject is, yeah. um, well, I mean, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say the movie deals with social justice per se, okay. but, uh, there is a criticism within, uh, this whole idea of regulative worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if people don't know what that means, regulative is, the philosophy, the regulative principle of worship came out of the Reformation and became a, a guiding principle for how the Reformed have always done worship. Right. And uh, so so one of the criticisms that comes against Reformed worship is that it is shaped in the Western Church or mm-hmm. it came out of Europe and it's, you know, it's culturally colored. When, uh, when the, the real, the real attempt of regulative worship and the, the principle is being promoted in this movie is as much as possible a neutrality of culture. We're not trying to promote, uh, you know, what white evangelicals have decided is the right way to worship. It's not about style. It's not about right. tradition. It really is about as much as possible getting back to the word of God. Now, you know, if, if, is it completely possible to remove your culture and be completely neutral? No, it's, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. that's not completely possible, but as so, but the principle itself is, is encouraging us seeking to uh, make this as portable as, as the Bible is portable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Bible speaks to every culture. It speaks to every, every tribe, tongue, nation. Um, and the way that we worship God should also be just as portable and shouldn't be, excluding uh anybody so right that's an important aspect of the the whole discussion as well and and that's dealt with in the movie good good that's 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 excellent um because i i mean i like i said i know plenty of brothers and sisters like you know and they they talk down about you know regulative worship so i i'm excited i like i i like this kind of thing um you know just to to see it see it play out see how it all unfolds so I'm excited about that. Um, and so it released, uh, it released on the 14th, right? December the 14th. Yep. Okay. That's right. All right. And so, um, um, I'm trying to think. This is going to be on this, on Tuesday. Will orders, will people be able to get orders before Christmas? This is just a random question. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, they, so there'll be the, uh, the people who, the discs will be in shortly before, Christmas uh, to my distributor mm-hmm. and uh, people will, the Kickstarter people get them first, people that sure. you know, supported the movie up front. And then as soon as possible, <laughs> everybody else will get them. So uh, I think some people are going to get them before Christmas, uh, but everybody should have, if they're ordering now should have them before the end of the year for sure. Got it. Okay. That was, that was off, off cuff, man. My bad. <laughs> no Not a problem at all. Awesome. So, um, one more thing before we go to the break, uh, with this, you know, did you feel, 
uh, any pressure with this one because Calvin is, I mean, I don't, I don't know the numbers or, you know, how it all played out, but it just seemed like it was just, uh, you know, I mean, it was an excellent, you know, excellent film. Uh, did you feel the pressure of, okay, you know, the, the follow up, you know, the sequel, not as good as the, you know, how, how did you deal with that? Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, so when I was releasing Calvinist, that's where, that's where the pressure really hit me. Cause I like, you know, like I said, I have people watching this along with me, like especially people from my church. I would do mm-hmm. screenings every every month or so to kind of make sure things were working. Um, so my church has been integral in that. But as I was releasing it, I just sort of had this crisis, this complete panic that <laughs> no one's going to like it. No one's going to buy it. And so I, I actually took a full time job right as I was releasing Calvinist, which kept me from being able to sort of promote it the way I wanted to. And Mm-hmm. Um, but by God's providence, he just kind of took control and he, he made it as, as successful as he wanted to make it. And, um, and so as I was at this full-time job, I decided, um, you know, if, if I, it was, a, it was actually an editor, I was an editor at a Christian, uh, sort of quote unquote film company. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of decided if I stay here, the movies that, the you know this guy wants to make will get made by me uh but if i leave his movies will still get made cuz he'll hire someone else but the movies that i want to make you know if i stay mm. here they're not they're they're just not going to get made exactly so um so uh, yeah i had to kind of uh i prayed about it obviously and i i sought counsel and uh you know i was encouraged to to you know keep keep going if the lord's going to keep blessing it so all that to say um Yes, there is definitely <laughs> pressure to live up to the this and also learn from it. Like I got some, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, you know pseudo criticism from people saying that I could have done certain things better, and uh, so I took a lot of that that feedback and <clears throat> tried to roll it into this one. And okay. uh, hopefully, people like it as much. Uh, some people say they like Calvinist more. People have seen it so far. They like Calvinist more. Some people say this one's way better. Um, and that's kind of a, a taste thing. I, I did do some things differently in this mm-hmm. one than I did in Calvinist and, uh, yeah, but hopefully I'll be able to keep making more people will keep supporting what I'm doing and, uh, yeah, there'll be, there'll be lots of movies hopefully to compare and yeah. decide which one's the best. Yeah, man. I, that, that was, that's what I was leading into. Like, okay. So, you know, we got to have the, 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 uh, the third one, man, uh, we got to have the, the trilogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to have that, man. We got to have the trilogy, man, and, and keep going. But no, so uh, right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back in here with my brother Les talking about his new movie. And, um, and Les, you've answered the signature questions before. Uh, that was uh, maybe – uh, two years ago we we might get into it man but i'm i want to uh kind of pick your brain a little bit about uh you know with this film and and you talked about some things you did uh, you wanted to do different uh what's something you can expose to my listeners that you did different in this film from that you received from the criticism uh well it's kind of a kind of a mix so it, my my own taste and uh yeah that this movie is not narrated by me. Okay. So I kind of, I went in a different direction uh, with that just to kind of see if, 
I think there's there's an advantage to documentaries that are narrated by the filmmaker. Um, mm-hmm. You get to kind of hear hear the voice of the person who's communicating this message, and there's right. definitely a, a personal touch there. Um, but then there's a lot of movies that that work without that, and so I kind of went in a different direction with this, and I have a pastor sort of playing the central role of a story that's unfolding in the mm-hmm. background behind the teaching itself. So there's actually like a story element running through, oh, which I, I, see. I kind of. I kind of touched and tried that a little bit in Calvinist. Like uh, I have this, mm-hmm. my friend Andrew uh, right, I introduced right. and he, uh, he talks about John Piper and a little bit through the movie. And I, he, he was supposed to be sort of like the, the star of the movie and mm-hmm. you were going to kind of follow him. But right. I just didn't, I just didn't have enough experience to pull it off. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I got you. So I, I kind of leaned into that, that element a little bit more in this one. And okay. uh, so I, I think I was able to pull it off much better uh but then he kind of takes over the role of of narrator as well so gotcha. yeah just just a, a sort of a different approach and I'm, I'm trying some different things and seeing what works yeah okay that's that's cool man I, I like that idea and and just me personally i like both when it comes to documentary one with is actually the person making it and another one when it's actually following the story yeah. um I, I like both. It's just, you know, just, it depends on what, what the content is. And speaking of that, have you, I don't know if you heard of the podcast, uh, I think it's startup podcast. Um, uh, no, I haven't heard of that, bro. Listen, and you know, they, they actually followed, uh, one of Doug Logan's, uh, you know, I guess, um, guy that he, you know, kind of trained or whatever. Uh-huh. They actually, it's, it's a podcast and it's, I mean, I, I don't even know who produced it, but it is, I mean, it's amazingly put together, but it's uh-huh. a audio documentary. Like you literally, like the guy's like, you know, he's standing outside the church, he's narrating it. And then he has the, the, the guy that he's following and he tells a little bit about him and he has him talking. It's like a audio documentary. It is. It's amazing. Like I know you, 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 you appreciate stuff like that, man. It's called oh, yeah. uh, Startup. Uh, All right, I'm gonna check it out. Yes, sir. All right, man. So we're gonna run through these uh, these, these signature questions real quick, um, just for the listeners that are lazy and don't want to listen back to the old ones, just to hear what you your, your taste in music and stuff. So, <laughs> first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh man, uh, '90s alternative is still kind of my thing. I haven't been yeah, listening yeah. to much. I still haven't. I haven't been listening to music much lately. I, okay. I really. I went through uh, sort of a intense experience uh, in the past month, two months or so, and the Lord really, uh, really convicted me of the kind of media that I'm intaking, mm-hmm. and um, there's. So, so I'm, I'm kind of like abandoning a lot of worldly media. Sure. And at the same, at the same time, I'm not really finding a ton of uh, Christian media to kind of take its place. I'm kind of sure, kind of lonely. But then I just, <laughs> then I just read scripture more and pray more, which is uh, right. You know, obviously, always uh, better, always, always best. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, when I, my taste in music is kind of stuck in '90s alternative. Got uh, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Legit. I respect that for sure about the whole media thing. Sometimes I yeah. feel the need to unplug uh 
but uh that that's legit all right so next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading if any so uh hold on, i'm gonna i'm gonna grab it i just got sent this awesome uh, systematic theology Hey, I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the hosts of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all ask, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. So I just received the uh, Petrus Van Maastricht. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but <laughs> it's the uh, it's volume two of theoretical practical theology, which is like Bavink, but even mm-hmm. crazier. And um, it's just it's so intense. So it's from uh, it's translated by Todd Rest- Rester. Uh, one of my friends also is a uh, translator on it, and it's it's edited by Joel Beakey. Oh, okay. So he's like, I'm trying to I'm trying to dig into these like thick, uh, you know, systematic theology yeah. mm-hmm. uh, works that uh, that have been sitting on my shelf for a long time. But this one was just sent to me. This just came out, and it's uh, it's it's pretty pretty incredible. Nice. Okay. Good deal. All right. Last signature bar question is: What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? So that's along those same lines. The Lord really, yeah, really convicted media. me recently of media. And so I was, I mean, the stuff, even I remember one of the last times I was on your show, I mentioned that like, I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to, uh, I remember. Suggest. Yeah. <laughs> because they were, they're all like pretty vulgar and, right. you know, but I, I enjoyed the entertainment value of them. And I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like you always tell yourself, especially as a content maker myself, mm-hmm. I, I would always, give myself the excuse that like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to, how to communicate these ideas. I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily enjoying the vulgarity and the sinful things that go on and some of the stuff, but, um, but yeah, like I said, the Lord has really convicted me of that. And so like most of my podcast library has been, been swept away. I'm just like, I just, I just can't, you know, I, I have to think like Paul says, things that are pure, things that are good. These Mm -hmm. are things we should Mm -hmm. be thinking on it. Uh, that's really been impactful to me lately. So, I mean, I've been going back to basics. I've actually been listening to Doctrine and Devotion and um, and The Dividing Line again. I haven't listened to that mm-hmm, stuff in, mm-hmm. in a long time. And uh, I'm just kind of getting back into that. And uh, okay. yeah. so, so nice. you know, solid, solid Christian podcasts that we all know and love. Exactly. Exactly. What we should be listening to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome, and it's hard as a, as a Christian podcaster. I yes. I, I just completely stopped listening to all like all Christian podcasts, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm getting back into it. The bar, good. of course. Good, yeah. The good, best podcast good. in the world, baby. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> so man, um, listen, I, I, again, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, I'm not, am, am I the first, uh, for this release? Am I the first show? Uh, I've kind of, yeah. I, I mean, people will hit me up and ask if I want to come on. Uh, I think this might be, one of the first official it'll be the first that comes out after the release got it i'll take it all right (laughs) (laughs) so man i I appreciate uh you you doing that man and and coming on and uh as in closing i want to give you opportunity to 
give whatever details as far as how to find the movie uh, and how to get it and all of that. And then uh, at the end of that, whatever encouraging word you have for my listeners and we'll be out. All right. Well, uh, if you want to see what I'm up to, uh, leslanfear.com is the website. I think that automatically goes to calvinistmovie.com still. So if you want to watch Calvinist, which was my first film, you can do that. You can uh, stream it. You can uh, order DVDs or Blu-rays. And now this new movie coming out, Spirit and Truth, is uh, will be available now, spiritandtruthmovie.com. Uh, you can, again, discs or you can uh, stream it online. And uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much what I'm doing. Uh, and my encouraging words, I guess, would be uh, find your satisfaction in Jesus. I think that's, that's one of the things that over the past few years has really been hitting me up is I am so prone to seek satisfaction in anything else, mm-hmm. and which leads into all kinds of addiction and all kinds of mm-hmm. you know, just, just misery because those things can never satisfy. Uh, so there really is just uh, for me this big focus lately to just like pray that the Lord would satisfy me with Christ and that mm-hmm. I wouldn't seek satisfaction or anything else. Let me enjoy the blessings of God, the created things in the world without making them idols to seek mm. satisfaction. in. That Amen. Yes, sir. No, that's, that's right on time. That is awesome. Well, again, thank you, brother, for coming on to the bar. Listeners, make sure you go pick up this movie. Make sure you go stream it, buy it, buy your mama a copy, your uncle, your brother, your sister. Give everybody a copy. Uh, let's support uh, our dear friend and um, and continue to be, as he continue to be a blessing to the body. Also, make sure you go to thebarpodcast.com. That's where you can find out all your episodes of The Bar Podcast. Make sure you find us on Facebook on the bar podcast and on instagram twitter the bar underscore podcast and then make sure you go to thebargear.com if you listen to the show it is tuesday and you have missed the christmas deadline to get bar gear before christmas but my birthday is january the 5th so feel free to you know buy some bar gear and send it to me if you like i'll take it oh man i love you guys more than you know it until next time god bless and we are out
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there